You're listening to the Girls on the Grid podcast with Tanea and Priya. All right, we're just jumping in here on a Friday, a bit different to normal, but it is the build up to episode 50. We've been teasing it for a long time. We've been delaying for as long as we could in order to lock in this this special guest that it's hard to find time in the schedule of you know people who are at the top of their game at the top of you know women in motorsport and who are doing things overseas and there's so many things and considerations to talk through you know managers and uh, companies and representation and all that stuff but We've finally been able to lock in that guest and you'll find out who that guest is at the end of this episode to celebrate everything that's led up to this point. I've gone through and listened to every single one of the 49 episodes and yeah, it's it's like over 15 hours. So I may have scrubbed through a little bit, but picked out my favorite bits of conversation that we've had with the incredible amount of guests, over 50 guests that we've had come on and talk to us in little snippets or, you know, on the side of main interviews and things like that. It's been so special. It's been such a privilege to be able to have these conversations. So in honor of that, I've picked a couple of my favorite bits from a few of the different episodes that we've released so far. And at the end of this episode, Priya is going to join me and you're going to find out who our guest for episode 50 is, which will come out on Monday, the 24th of April 2023, episode 50, exciting times. Now, let me just roll a couple of these really cool moments. To kick us off, it's episode one with Jess Stain. Today is our very first episode. Jess Stain. Um, thank you for having me. I feel very honoured to be the first guest. It's really exciting. Love what you guys are doing. A little cliche. Forgive us, but what is your advice for women who want to get into motorsports? Well, you would think that I'd have like a good answer ready to roll off the tip of my tongue, but um, I think it's this isn't motorsport specific. But if I could go back and tell myself something when I was a teenager, it's be curious, ask why, ask how, ask how things work, ask why why are things the way they are? Why am I sitting back and accepting that that's that's what it is whether that's as simple as we do this process a certain way because that's you know that's what we've always done but why why have you always done it like that through to why am I being made to feel this way in this environment Um, what can I do about it and that in turn will open doors and lead you to places and opportunities from a motorsport perspective you might be sitting on the outside going um, but why why can't I do what I want to do and you might might start asking questions and then that will open door after door if you you want to talk to somebody find a way to talk to them like if you don't ask you don't often get um and the people who are happy to put themselves out there and put themselves chase down what they want um generally the people who will end up doing well in life um and, and doing what they want and yeah I guess just putting I don't want to say putting yourself out there it's just it's challenging the norms um challenging your own way of thinking as often as you can and then we chatted to Leanne Ferrier to be it you've got to see it and you know that goes for not just uh you know gender equality but you know racial equality and, and all sorts of things you know for for us for the, for the girls in motorsport to dream that they can be 
a successful driver, they do have to see it. And I think that's where we're kind of, you know, we get, like I said before, we get those girls in carts and maybe some of them make that next step up, but we still haven't quite got the, the strength at the top. And I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you fix that. But, um, but yeah, for any girl who is wanting to, to pursue a motorsport career in, in any sort of avenue, whether it's on the track or in, in the pits or in the media or whatever it is, that just developing a thick skin um, and, you know, focusing on what their dreams are and, and just chasing those and the rest should look after itself. This is Charlie Barlow for episode three of Girls on the Grid. Thank you so much for having me. I was blown away when you guys asked me. I was like, are you sure? You want me to follow Jess Dane and Leanne Tander? Come on, guys. <laughs> Grassroots motorsport is so important. It's so important. And volunteer, they will welcome you with open arms. And just, yeah, give it a go. And even if you're not quite sure what you like, then that's the opportunity for you to see what's going on. But yeah, it's just about just broadening the mind and for girls to see that this is, this is an option. And it isn't something that's pie in the sky. I'm a normal person. I, you know, I, when I'm not at a racetrack, I am packing school lunches and, you know, I'm doing all of that stuff. I come to it really, really late in my 30s. So it's never too late to follow your dream. And I think that there's, but I was scared for a long time. And I think it's so important for someone to hold out their hand and say, hey, I'm going to support you through this because I know this is what you want and it's not easy. Every time I talk to a team boss or someone in team management or even in supercars management, it is not about your gender. It is not. It is not about whether you're a boy or whether you're a girl. It's about whether you want to work in this sport because it is a lifestyle. It is something that you live and breathe. It's not a nine to five and you have to be aware of that. But management don't care what your gender is. They care whether you want to do the job, do it well, and want to commit. And I think that's really important to get across to girls as well, that I've never felt held back because of my gender. And I think that everyone needs to just embrace each other, be a happy, motorsport-loving family. <laughs> do you have any advice for girls wanting to get into this sport? Volunteer. That's my big thing. 100% volunteer you'll be welcomed with open arms and grassroots motorsport is where all of us began we all did that i began in circuit racing brian ingerson in speedway chad nail on speedway drags they are crying out for people and there is so many different aspects that you can go to it's not just media it's category management there's event management there's scrutineering where you can just get up close with awesome cars. And I think my one massive bit of advice is volunteer, get yourself to a racetrack, experience it, and then back yourself. Absolutely back yourself. If you know where you want to go, nothing can stop you. And if you ever need support, you ever need anyone to be your cheerleader, DM me, contact me. I will be that 100%. I will be there for you and we will see you at a racetrack in, in pit lane where you want to be really, really soon. Racing driver Caitlin Wood joined us for episode four. What is your advice 
for getting more women behind the wheel or into motorsport in general? It's hard. It is so hard. You just, I don't know, representation matters. That I go back to that all the time. And, you know, Leanne said it, if you can see it, you can be it. And Leanne was that person for me. You know, I was making that transition from karting into cars and she helped me through that. And not necessarily in any... She was just there. And it, it was someone I could relate to. It was someone I could talk to and I'd be like, Leanne, what, why are they talking to me like that? Like, just silly things that you may experience differently if you were a male and there's so many of those stories which I don't want to talk about because I don't want to perceive motorsport in that bad light because it's not it's given me so many opportunities and so many cool experiences but yes I have been through the shit just like many women have in this industry but you know you just got to push through that because you know like you're, you're better than that Renee and Mark Winterbottom joined us for episode five we are very excited to have you here. This is this is a cool episode for us, and you're episode number five. My advice for women wanting to get into motorsport is ask questions. I always felt too nervous to approach people to ask questions, and there are no silly questions. Now I realise that if a, I realise that, but I didn't back then. So if a girl wants to join motorsport and thinks, "Oh, I've got questions that Renee might," answer come up to me and ask a question no question is silly I'd be more than happy to speak to anyone I, I love talking to fans and um and my other piece of advice would be to over deliver it's hard in any industry to earn respect but extra hard in motorsport so we all are fans at to some degree but we need to take our roles seriously and over deliver and earn the respect that way. But know that with motorsport comes a huge dedication. It's not just a nine to five job. It is a lot more commitment than that. But um, that's why you need to be passionate about the industry and love it like we all do, because then it doesn't feel like a job. It's It feels like an absolute pleasure to be involved in. And um you know, getting to a race and hearing the cars roar on the start line and feeling that excitement, it's um, hard to explain unless you've experienced it. Renee, this has been an awesome chat and we really thank you for your time on the Girls on the Grid podcast. We want to go a little bit left of field at the end of this episode. And we've been, me and Prue have been chatting about a way that we can integrate some men in motorsport because we've got the women in motorsport down pat. We love talking to them, but we just want to hear a little bit of a different perspective. So for our first segment, if you will, of men in motorsport, it's a little niche topic that that we want to introduce into the end of our episodes. We would love to have a little chat to Mark Winterbottom, the husband of Renee Winterbottom. You're not the wife of Mark. He's the husband of you, all right? That's that's how it's gonna go in this in this little segment. So we'd love to have a quick chat to Mark. I love that, and uh, we're gonna put him on the spot here. So I will go and get him, and um, make sure you ask him if he appreciates me. Do you want to give us some questions to fire at him? A pajamas appropriate? Of course. We'll only use the video on social media. It's fun. Mark Winterbottom, welcome to the very first segment of 
men in motorsport here on the Girls on the Grid podcast. You're our first guest. You're the first man to lay some boots for this podcast. What an honour. I've just done the cleaning and put a kid to bed and all that sort of stuff. So while my wife's done her podcasts and chatting, I'm. Um, it's good to be the bloke to come on and represent. House husband. House husband of the year. All right. So we've had a request from Renee. The first question has to be, do you actually know what Renee does for you? Um, pretty well everything. <laughs> so I can't function without her. Rihanna Crean was the guest for episode seven. Yeah, firstly, thank you, girls. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Um, I, I, I know both of you um, from working within Supercars and, and congratulations for getting the pod up and running. I know how tough it is to start something brand new. So, yeah, congratulations for having having the tenacity and the confidence to get it up and going. Look, I think my advice for, for women is the same as my advice for men or, or young young females, young males who want to get in, involved in a motorsport. It's it's not a regular job. Um, it's it's hard work and if you um, are getting into it because, you know, you want a cool job that travels, it's not the right job for you. Um, you know, this is a job where it is your life. I mean, like all three of us that are talking now, it's, you know, like it's part of your, you've immersed yourself in this industry. Um, it's not something where at five o'clock I go, oh, well, turn, you know, turn my brain off to that and, and I'm going to go and have dinner and then I, you know, turn myself back on at 9am. Um it's certainly not that kind of job. So I think you have to have a genuine passion for the industry or for the role that you want to do. Um, and you just really, you have to immerse yourself in that process. And, you know, that's why we say we're a bit of a traveling circus because we really are a family. We spend probably more time with people in the paddock that sometimes and what we do with our own family back at home. So you have to be, you know, have to have an understanding and an awareness of that. Um, and if that's not something that, suits you then it's it's probably not the industry that you should be working in um but you know if you're willing to you know work your guts out and and sacrifice weekends and you know sacrifice you know people's birthday parties and things like that because that's what happens in this industry um you know but you love it then it's certainly you know you work hard and and you know there'll be opportunities for you so all three of us are heading to tasmania this weekend what do you think the supercars have in store for us yeah, I'm really excited to to get back to Tassie. Um, it's it's an awesome track. Like it's always really exciting racing. Um, there's always action and, and stuff going on. And you know, from a spectator point of view, you can pretty much see everything that happens on track. So um, I'm excited to get down there. I think that um, if we go off what's happened in previous years, that it's probably going to be pretty strong for for Triple Eight um, and you know, those cars, I think that they've always been pretty, pretty strong there. Um, I actually haven't looked at the weather or anything like that. So I have no idea what, what to expect from that point of view. But um, look, I think we saw at Sydney Motorsport Park that this championship is going to be a really hotly contested fight right from the um, outset. Um, there's probably 15 cars that can easily be in the top 10 and probably 10 that can be in the top five. So um, I think it's a really exciting time for the championship at the moment. All right, that is it from us. Thanks so much for joining us on the Girls on the Grid podcast, Rihanna. We've loved chatting to you. You've got such an amazing story and I really think that our listeners are going to be super excited to hear this story. Actually, when we did a poll on who do you want as our next guest, we had four different options and if there was 100 votes, 80 of them were for you. So I think everyone's going to be really stoked that this episode 
um, has come out and you've, and you've given us some time to share your story. And we just really want to thank you for, for your time today. Oh, thank you very much. I really appreciate um, you saying that. And, you know, thank you for the fans. And, you know, the fans have been a big part of, of my life and my career. And I'm very grateful to have, you know, some really fantastic fans. And, and you know, I'm proud of you two girls. You know, um, Tanea, like, obviously, you were part of the Supercars television production, you know, when you first started. And, um, you know, I've seen you grow. And, and now, you, you know, you're doing amazing things with what you're doing. And Priya, it's really cool to see you in Supercars. It's a full family affair for you. But, um, you know, you found your passion. And that's awesome. And I think it's so important that we can find our passion and turn it into a career and you guys have done really well. Melinda Price chatted with us for episode eight. I know I'm often you know get called a hoon or a bogan off my mates for putting the windows down at the traffic lights if there's a big beastie V8 or something. Do you try and race them? Never. Are you like are you the one in your Excel oh. and you're like vroom, 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 vroom. <laughs> no I've got my my uh, go-kart van which is not very far. <laughs> Is it a manual or is it an auto? No, it's automatic. Come on, you can't even yeah. like drop the clutch and. No, not in not in the uh, in the van. The race car's manual, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Sequential shift or H pattern? Oh well, I've actually. Or paddle um, shift. Yeah, probably sequential. Actually, yeah. Oh well, it wouldn't be manual. I mean, you know, the gear changes in the in the touring car back in the day were brutal on your hands and stuff so anything to avoid that for episode nine we spoke to courtney tyler the the bad times also are good like i know that is like an oxymoron but the bad times actually make you know they actually help and you learn a lot and you learn that you maybe should do things a little bit differently and it actually helps you like level up so I know I shouldn't say that the bad things are good. They're not good, but in a sense they are because, you know, we, we learn from them. Um, so, you know, the, the good times, are there's a lot of, like, lots of little different things. Um, and then, you know, the bad times you're like, oh, okay, that wasn't so good. So let's, how can we do it differently next time? Or, you know, it's if an engine blows up, you can't really help that. But how do we kind of, you know, help the driver feel better about having their car blown up or what can we do in that instance or how can we work with our client to make to make them feel a little bit better so yeah the end of episode 10 with charlie robinson includes one of my favorite moments ever on this podcast so nice to be a part of this i absolutely love you girls this podcast rocks seriously thank you thank you it's been so much fun so far your episode 10 like, me and Priya can't believe it. We've done it for 10 weeks in a row. Exactly. Well, here's to 10th anniversary and here's to 10, 10, 10 more. <laughs> yes. Oh How do you word that properly? <laughs> yeah, when I was younger, I used to see a hell of a lot of women there. They were just the grid girls. <laughs> don't forget. Exactly. Don't forget. That's where all the girls were. And that's what you that's were That's exactly for. what I remember. If you were a girl, you were there in a tight little thing. You were a Miss Supercars competition. That's all I grew up knowing that women were doing. That's what you saw. You saw that women were only there to yeah. hold signs. When I was younger, I wanted to be a grid girl. When I was four or five, that's all I thought I could do. Yeah, because that's what you were wanted to do as a woman in motorsport. It's incredible. That's all you saw. You didn't see women holding cameras or microphones. Exactly. Like that. yeah. That's it.
I think I've been around a lot of strong women. Two women created High Five and they were extremely strong women. And after spending a decade with them, I think it just instilled in me until it became just brainwashed that I do see the power in women straight away. So I have never fallen into the thing of I can't do this because I'm a woman or and I've always seen very strong women in their roles. So I had dinner with Martine Walkinshaw years ago and she was saying a similar thing that she has always led her company, but she does it quietly. And everyone she laughs when they say like you know no female owners and things like that she's just quietly sitting in the back running walker short like it's just these strong women don't need to be loud waving flags above their heads you know women get the job done when you're the right woman for the job so i think um maybe you know what maybe we celebrate them more now so they'll be more visible maybe that's a way to do it as well we do talk about the women in motorsport more as I said, Tanea, though, you're perfect because you watched High Five. So are you, Priya. You grew up on High Five Girls, so you will make it. Trust me. You've got sparkle that no one else can take. Tanea and Priya, this is for you. L-O-V-E. I love oh you and you love me. Oh L-O-V-E. That's the way it's meant to be. See? There you go, girls. Oh, my God. I'm going to cry. <laughs> I love talking to you. I cannot wait to keep hearing your podcast and don't stop. We want so many more. Thank you for inspiring us all. Do we have to say anything else, Priya, or can we just go and cry in the corner now? Work hard, play hard. What can I say? I'm going to get that tattooed on my chest one day. Okay. I can actually imagine you doing that. Buckle up your ears, kiddos. Buckle up your ears. Madeline Stewart joined me for this podcast and we spoke about the implications of being away a lot and pursuing this as a career, how it affects you socially, especially when you're growing up. I have dragged in the one and only Madeline Stewart to join me for this week's pod. Hello, thank you for having me. Often get asked why people, why I think there's not as many females in the sport. And I really think that this is a huge barrier, you know. It's really hard when you're 15, 16 and School feels like the most important thing in the world and those friends feel like the, the be-all and the end-all to then actually be brave enough to walk away and say, no, I need to commit to this goal I have where I want to achieve something amazing in my sport and I have to give it 100% to do it. Um, and, like, you know, some, some people find that really hard to make that sacrifice. And I definitely, I definitely know that growing up... Um, with a lot of guy friends, they didn't seem to have this kind of barrier um, at school, I think, that I kind of had, you know, being the girl that races carts is a lot more unique than being the boy that goes go-karting. And it's just until we um, end up in a place where it's a little bit more balanced over time, which I really think is happening, you know, like, I went to the Australian Kart Championship the other week and we did a girls photo and there are heaps of young girls coming through, which is so awesome. So they just need the support to be able to continue on from those younger classes and keep pushing as they get older and, and making those sacrifices that need to be made. And, um, and yeah, we'll end up easily with more girls in the sport. For episode 13, we were joined by Courtney Prince, but there was some massive news in our podcasting world and Charlie Bullis joined me to discuss it all. What an insane weekend of racing. I think I've got one word that would sum up our supercars weekend, and that is 
spicy. There was so much spice. It's like the strongest vindaloo you could ever experience. You may have noticed the breaking news that rocked the entire motorsport industry. It rocked it. People were absolutely shocked and gutted. There was tears. There was fists flying. People were furious and fuming about this breaking news that come out last week. Tony D'Alberto has resigned from Parked Up podcast hosting duties. What a absolute tear-up that was. This one was super special because we spoke to our mums on the podcast for a Mother's Day episode. One of our guests for this week's episode is my amazing mum, Angela Richards. Welcome to the pod. Thank you, Freya. It's very exciting to um, be on the pod with you. And before meeting Dad and in the well, when you guys were first together, you had a decent career in television, which yeah. was really cool. But you also had to make a lot of sacrifices along the way, and one of them was moving to England with Dad. Yeah, so um, sort of we'd been, I guess, together maybe um, a year, maybe 18 months, and we... Dad got the opportunity to go and be a test driver for the Nissan team in the UK and it was such a great opportunity Um, but that happened very very quickly Mm. like when he found out that he had the position to when he left was four days. Mum happy Mother's Day and welcome to Melbourne I hope you've had a good week but you've seriously been like a huge driving force in helping me get like one my business going and also into motorsport so in honor of this episode and you're not allowed to cry but in honor of this episode i want to have a quick chat with you to just chat some shit and get you on the pod so mandy mcleod welcome to the girls on the grid podcast thank you Tanea, for having me what do you remember of that time when i was three and a half and you put your daughter your only daughter on a motorbike well it was christmas day we went down the grand dance you put her on a bike but we sort of forgot to tell her where the brakes were. So she hit a tree to stop. Bev 17, we finally got to chat to Molly Taylor. We have been trying to make this happen since probably <laughs> episode one, but we all I have. Think so. <laughs> You're in the process of getting some things sorted with Jensen Button's team. I assume you can't tell us anything, but we're going to go fishing anyways. <laughs> where, where are you at? What's going on? Let me just Surely. throw my reel in and we'll just... <laughs> see if we get any bites or good good journalistic uh, skills there um so your mum is also an australian rally champion and you've also raced with her as well what was that experience like uh yeah, probably depends if you're asking me or her yeah i mean it's it's incredible to be able to do something like that with your mum i think that's very very special and and there's really not not many people that would be able to have that opportunity so i'm very lucky to be able to experience that moment with her. And, and when we're in the car together, it's very much, you know, driver, co-driver um, relationship when you're in the stages. Um, I did yell at her a few times when I thought she was changing a tire too slowly <laughs> and stuff like that. We did episode 18 with Sky Sports F1 assistant producer Georgina Sadler. And then episode 19 was with Triple Eight Race Engineering engineer Romy Mayer. And then all of a sudden we were at episode 20. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 20 of the Girls on the Grid podcast, here in person. The podcast. We've wanted to do this the whole time. It was the original plan. One, the time required to do it, the 
effort required to do effort it. Effort of putting makeup on and everything else, no. Just no. audio just was simpler for us to start. I knew that if we did vodcast, there would have been way too many uh, like reasons we could have come up with to yeah. not do it. Next up was a chat with Tahan Lu Fat, who is the partner of David Reynolds. Well, thanks for having me, finally. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so a couple of years ago, the supercars sport and most motorsport in general moved away from the concept of, you know, having grid girls involved and, and through sponsors activations and things like that. Do you think that was a good move? What's your opinion on that? Having been involved in the, you know, the grid girl, like actually being a grid girl and being involved in those sponsor, you know, pursuit sort of thing. Yeah. Look, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm, but I, like, I have my opinion, but I definitely think that that's a branding. That's branding for a, like a certain brand. And I felt like it actually worked. Like if you look back, you remember who like the, well, I think they've still got Monster Girls, but you remember the Monster Girls. You remember Monster Energy because of the Monster Girls. You remember the Bottler Girls because of the Bottler. You remember Bottle O because of the Bottler Girls. Like, I think it's like a brand, it's a certain marketing style that actually did work. So I think it was probably silly to get rid of it for, I think, I personally think it's like being politically correct. And I was finally allowed to switch to the two-wheeled variety of motorsport with a chat with Emma Malesovic. So can you give me your best explanation of what motocross actually is? It's um, obviously it's dirt bikes. We're on a, a circuit track, jumps, dirt, a lot of obstacles you could say. It's a bit different to off-road being in the bush and uh, road racing on tarmac. So uh, it's relatively high speed, not, not as much as desert racing, but it's pretty high speed. You get do a lot of jumping, get a lot of airtime, get pretty muddy <laughs> usually. Um, but yeah, motocross is just awesome. I don't know what else to say about it. It's just one of those sports where it's such an adrenaline rush. You're racing other people. It's you and up to 39 other people on the grid. It's a, definitely a very unique sport that it's an individual sport but you require such a crew around you to make it all run smoothly. So, um, yeah, it's really cool. Skipping forward a couple of episodes, we were joined by Priyanka from Motorsport Australia for episode 30. You can kick, bounce or hit a ball in your backyard or even inside your house. But with motorsport, you can't really do that. So the goal is to show them what motorsport is all about um, it's to encourage an interest in STEM subjects with the ultimate aim of increasing female participation in these sectors. And we use motorsport as a tool to run these programs. For episode 34 and 35, we did a two-part episode with Australian rally champion, Coral Taylor. The first day I ever sat in that car on a test was the first time I'd actually sat in a, in a car that was driving fast on a gravel road. And I was so shocked because I really had no idea what it would be like. So suddenly I went for a drive in this car and thought, holy heck. And we did a couple of rallies and then we set off on our big adventure. But still at that point, to me, that was that was it. Once that was over, that would be the end of my involvement. So if you ask where did my love start, it it started in in that event. And it's just kind of, you know, you do something that's so different, so different from anything you ever imagined and you absolutely loved it. So once you do that, you want to do more. Episode 36 was a fun one. I grabbed a mic on Sunday of the Repco Bathurst 1000 and went for a wander. Now, Ainsley, give us a little bit of an insight about what you do at the Repco Bathurst 1000 weekend. 
Well, first, thanks for the um, rating, the pump up. That was good. Um, at Supercars, I do all the social media for Rebel Ampol Racing. So I take care of the team channels. We've got Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. We're on Be Real this weekend. Um, the team's got a really good uh, media and PR person. He does the press releases, but we built the team's website. So kind of a collab effort with Triple Eight, but yeah, we're we're on board to do content over race weekends and throughout the season, like in between races, everything. All right, I've got a two for one combo here. Once I walked into the Walkinshaw Andretti United garage, I found regular Potter, my co-host Priya Richards, who's just dogged it, kidding. And I found Nicole Bryant, who is the physio here at Walkinshaw Andretti United. Talk to me about the Repco Bathurst 1000. And Nicole's a bit on edge, I can tell, because I think her drivers, her cars are just about to come into the pit lane and we're getting moved out of the way. But Nicole, talk to me about this race. Why is it the spectacle that it is, especially from your role, I guess? Well, I guess just a lot going on. So there's lots of uh, pit stops, lot, uh, really physical pit stops with their tyres and rotor changes. And then, of course, you know, if you have a car in the fence, then the crew have got to fix it, so it's physical for them so long so you know make sure everyone's fed and hydrated um and yeah it's just yeah it's a long race and you gotta think on your toes constantly ep 38 while i was in new zealand for a work trip with castro i caught up with rally driver emma gilmore and where are you off to next in about two hours yeah. from now off to uruguay so via chile we'll fly auckland to santiago and then on to montevideo so yeah so very exciting so that's for the last round of the extreme e series so hard to believe we're already at the last round uh the year's kind of gone quite fast so um yeah looking forward to it on the home stretch f42 with lauren hazelwood had one of my favorite starts to a podcast ever thank you to the attention please uh, attention please <laughs> What about the timing? <laughs> the timing is impeccable. The perks of being back in the office, Tanea. <laughs> that is the best opening to a podcast that I have ever, <laughs> ever had. That was brilliant. Started on a high. <laughs> All right, let's um. Let's go again. Lauren Hazelwood, yeah. welcome to the Girls on the Grid podcast. Now, episode 43 was a really cool one. I recorded it live in a studio from New York while I was on an American holiday. This was pretty cool. Because right now, myself and my guest are sitting in a very, very cute podcast studio in New York City. Amber, welcome to the Girls on the Grid podcast. Thank you very much. Very excited mm -hmm. to be talking to you. She has sledged me the entire time about that it was too cold, that she's just doing this to just help me out. And, you know, like she's really not that excited to be here. Except it is cold. It's negative five degrees. It's cold. It's ridiculously cold like who would have thought new york in february would be cold <laughs> everyone is that the f47 started in my car eating mcdonald's and ended with an awesome interview with emma Nota francesco look how much sauce Hello. is on there mm. this is good sorry guys we're just uh currently enjoying some delicious i mean absolutely disgusting mcdonald's it's delicious my it's chicken so is so good us, isn't it mm. we're back hey this is our first one back together it is for a while mm. for a long time for a very long time mm. 
Let's get into the real juicy stuff of the podcast. Let's talk about Priya's bangs. Priya got bangs, everyone. We're a little bit concerned as to how long they're going to last before she starts. I'm worried about her mental health. (laughs) I thought you were going to, I thought you were just going to stop it. We're a little bit concerned. (laughs) No, we're not concerned. They look look great. Just the maintenance and the commitment. All right. We've made it to Ep 49. I've skipped a couple along the way because... There's a lot of podcast content in these first 49 episodes, but wrapping it up with the most recently released episode where I followed Team Bacini Racing at the Bathurst 6 Hour. So for this ep, we're going to do something a little funky, and what I've named it is I've named it a plog. So it's a podcast vlog or a podcast log or it's like a vlog, but audio only. <laughs> I don't know how I'm, what I don't know what it actually ends up being, but I like the name Plog. So this is the Bathurst Six Hour Plog. Rada, what are you doing interrupting our podcast? I told you I'm I'm happy to not, but um, they secretly want me in this podcast. You'd be the fourth, the third, or the fourth male to ever speak on this podcast. Yeah. Thoughts? The only correct answer is what an honour. No, that's exactly what I was going to say. I'm quite honoured. And I've got Alexandra Best with me. Alex, welcome to the Girls on the Group podcast. Thank you for having me. Now, it's very exciting for you guys, obviously, for you to be a part of this all-female team. I've already spoken to Carly and Courtney. Um, they're just calling Alexandra. She's going to get in the car. Oh. Go, 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 go. Get ready, Alex. Thanks. Oh, shit. Oh, sorry, darling. Sorry. That's all right. All good. So... That brings us up to the next episode being episode 50. And Priya Richards joining me to wrap up this special episode is what I'm going to call it. And how awesome was it to listen to all those little snippets from 49 crazy episodes of this little uh, idea that come about in the back of a car on the on the way to SMSP. But now I'm joined by Priya Richards, and we're going to announce who our guest is for next week for the Big Five O. What do you reckon, Richards? Oh yeah, it's very exciting. And just coming off from that, I think you know that episode or this episode has really shown how far we've come in the last year, um, and just really cool to see. And even more exciting is that our episode 50 guest. Drum roll. It's been a long time coming, but we're going to be joined by the one, the only, Simona De Silvestro. What a week it has been for us, honestly. Like the things that have happened in the last week. We've hit episode 50. We're interviewing Simona De Silvestro and we're a finalist for the Vic Sport Media Award. Oh my God, we didn't, we haven't even spoken about that. That was hectic. Yeah. That's hectic. That's really cool. If you've seen our socials, uh, you've seen that somehow we got nominated as one of four finalists for uh, the Vic Sport Awards that are going to be held in June at Marvel Stadium. So that's really cool. Pru and I are going to go get all fancy dressed and glammed up and go and have a night. I'm so excited. A night out in Melbourne and like, We've got no expectations. It's just we didn't even like we didn't even know that we'd been nominated. So yeah. yeah, really, really cool. I know it was so weird just getting that email. I honestly like it came up on my watch and I looked at it and I'm like, whatever, because uh, I I didn't I didn't read it properly. I just saw Vic Sport and I'm like, oh, it's something I've subscribed to. I don't know. And then I actually checked, or it's a scam or something. Like yeah. like an hour later, I looked and I was like, oh my god, 
oh my god and i rang Tanaya so cool. and rang grant and oh so cool very proud of you Tanaya. i'm very proud of you proud very of proud us. of you you hottie love you all right well let's wrap this up because literally right now the moment that we're recording this in two minutes from now we're about to jump on the phone with simona de silvestro how insane is that i'm so excited i'm sweaty i'm so excited <laughs> that's gross there's things that you don't need to share on <laughs> this platform Bria. i'm so excited very very exciting time so next time you hear from us we'll be joined by uh you know one of if not you know the most uh, accomplished female racing driver in the world really other than i mean simona's obviously in, like it's so hard the european stuff versus the america versus the australian but simona's kind of done it all she she is amazing even just doing the research for this episode i'm like i and you know what i find this with all the women that we interview is that i learn about them and i'm just so inspired but simona she is just on a whole other level like literally gobsmacked by what they can do this woman is insane and i'm so excited to talk to her oh let's go and talk to her then let's go and chat to her thank you guys for listening we will see you next week for episode 50 of girls on the grid You've just listened to another Network R production.